Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. Welcome to How We Seize It. Uh, we're uh, here for episode 173. We're tackling John Wick, uh, episode four. No extra names, not like uh, episode three, which had a parabellum on it. For some reason, they, they went away from that. I guess it didn't work for them. That's true, but we're sticking with chapters here, no, not episodes. Chapters. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I, I forgot I was reading a movie and not uh, <laughs> listening to it. Um, so, uh, yeah. Um, we're, uh, this is how we seize it. It's a uh, weekly podcast where we uh, go and we watch something, and then we come back and discuss it and tell you how we saw it. Uh, and that's no different this time. We're going to tackle uh, John Wick Four, which, uh, if you were listening, if you are a, a longtime listener or a new time listener, and you uh, caught our last week's episode, we uh, tackled uh, Chapter Two and then Chapter Three, Parabellum, in one big episode. Uh, get ready for uh, seeing uh, John Wick Four. Yeah, and we were we were very very careful not to spoil John Wick Four because we both had already caught it before before podcasting on that. Tonight, on the other hand, we will be spoiling John Wick Chapter Four, so be prepared for that if you haven't seen it. Go out and see it uh, before before listening, or just just know that we're gonna we're gonna drop some uh, some bomb, bombshells on you. you know? <laughs> we're definitely gonna spoil it. Uh, I'm your main host Noah, and with me as always is my main man Steve. Say hi, Steve. Hi, Noah. Thanks for having me. It's uh, it's it's good to be here, and we're we're podcasting on a Monday, which is a little unusual. We've uh, yes. we've both been uh, dealing with the the Easter Easter break. I think you went to Tahoe. I did yeah. a, a little bit of traveling myself, but uh, now we're back in town and and catching up. <laughs> yeah, we wanted to get up. Uh, there's been a lot of snow this year, and uh, so we have a family cabin. And uh, my daughter had gone up the earlier the week before. And uh, we were like, oh, we got to get up there and, and just see how much snow there is because it, it's just record-breaking at this point. Um, and uh, we haven't been up there in a while with a lot of snow. So uh, we went up there and had a ton of fun. It was so cool. Uh, one of the things we had always wanted to do was get some snowshoes and go uh, snow hiking, essentially. Uh, one of the things we like to do is hike. And there's this really – I mean, you've been to that cabin, Steve, you know, yeah. the end of the road where the where we usually sled – if you just keep going past that, it's all just wilderness. I mean, it's wilderness for about another five miles from that, from the end of that road. Sure. And so uh, we uh, we got out there with the snowshoes and, and just went trekking around. It was total fun. Uh, had the dogs with us. They loved it. They were losing their shit in the snow, <laughs> just going nuts, uh, having so much fun. But, uh, yeah, snowshoes definitely make a difference in uh, walking on some powdery snow. Like, you don't sink in. Which, so these are the, the ones that are kind of like that have the webbed? The, you know, the, uh, like, yeah, that's the old school style. This is like a kind of a more modern. Uh, it's got aluminum frame, and then it's just got a, got a plastic barrier across the front and back where your foot sits. Uh, you just strap your boot in kind of like you would. Uh, it's almost like ski ski strap-ins, mm -hmm. you know, or, uh, where you, you just wear whatever shoe you want. And then uh, and it's got some, like, cleats on it, so it, if it's icy, it really locks in. and Pretty lightweight. Makes it really, oh, real lightweight. Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, it's not like hiking, hiking, you know, where it's you still got to work a little bit for it. But 
man, so much difference than just wearing some, you know, regular old uh, boots out there that are waterproof and, and sliding and falling right. in. Yeah, yeah. So my uh, go-to you, is always my uh, spare tennis racket I got. I just strap those yeah. to the bottom of my feet and I'm good to go. <laughs> and that's what I was going to do, but uh, it was just cheaper to get these off of Amazon than to even buy two tennis rackets. So uh, <laughs> it worked out really well. So we were super excited about that. And then, uh, yeah, and then Easter. So, and I know you, I know you had Easter with your family and that's kind of what we did too. So yeah, we're, we're, uh, podcasting a little late this week or you're uh we, we're kind of a couple of days late but we'll get that means you get a double one this week right uh, we're, we're right we're not we're not skipping we're just uh no. you know you know driving right through and we got one yeah. and one in a couple nights and we'll be yeah we're gonna tackle uh ant-man and the wasp quantumanium uh one of the latest marvel releases uh it's gonna be out on uh um uh streaming pretty soon not or not i guess not streaming but digital download uh so we'll be, we'll be back with that one next week. Um, it looks like probably Nina will be with us. Maybe not uh, Bo. I don't think he was able to get out to the theaters. Uh, I think he's still afraid of the little bugs and stuff like that, maybe. so. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Maybe he can join us and we can just spoil it for him, you know? Oh, there we go. That would be perfect. That would be fun. Uh, I want him to come up with a drink just based on what he saw from the, the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, he's such a big, a San Fr- big fan of San Francisco. Unfortunately, this just has a glimpse at the beginning and, 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 right. and, and most – the rest of it's all in the in the in the quantum realm so yeah not, not going to be quite as interesting for him unfortunately exactly <laughs> but that's okay uh he can just sit back and drink and listen to it and uh, and tell us what he thinks anyways but speaking of drinks that's mm-hmm. one of the things we do here on how we seize it is we create a cocktail or or come up with some kind of concoction that we pair with whatever it is we're watching and that is no different this week and i know steve came up with one and i, I read i read your text with it and uh i, I i'm Right off the bat, I was like, "Oh, I I, I got to hear what his uh, motivation was for this because I I do like it." But yeah, hit it, hit it. All right, I've already tasted it too. I'm actually really enjoying <laughs> it. Um, I started with a looking up cocktails. This and and I found one that I was interested in, interested in um, called Pistols at Dawn, which I thought, "Oh, that's oh. Kind, that's kind of classic for, for yeah, this." And it had in it it was actually a a bullet bourbon based cocktail nice bullet bourbon and some ancho reyes uh which is a chili uh chili pepper liqueur uh, you lost on, me right there ancho chili <laughs> well i figure you got to add a little fire to it you no know, no but, it's good so <laughs> um so i i liked that but i thought no i gotta i gotta have a little bit more fun with this i gotta i gotta add some more to it so i went the route almost like a long island iced tea where you're just piling in the spirits and um, <laughs> and the the pistols at dawn also called for a ginger agave syrup. So I did mm. add some um, agave syrup, but I also added some ginger ale to kind of go like with the with the Long Island iced tea. But here's so here was my build. I did start with half an ounce of the bullet bourbon, half nice. ounce of Irish whiskey. I used a copper dog whiskey because I got to call out John Wick's dog. And right. I had that. I like that. Um, I used a my gunpowder Irish gin, half ounce of that. So you got a half ounce of the bullet bourbon, half ounce of the Irish whiskey, and a half ounce of the, the gin. Again, I got my gunpowder, I got my dog, I got my bullets. I got my fire because I'm throwing in about a, an ounce of the Ancho Reyes chili liqueur. Um, nice. Quarter ounce of lemon, of lemon juice. Um, that's, that's shaken up on ice. And I, I've added about a quarter ounce of agave syrup. Uh, shake it out on ice. Um, pour a little ginger ale uh, on top, but then on top of that, I'm going to float a half ounce of um, 
of wine, I used my starboard batch, batch 88, which is kind of like a port wine, but it gives it a nice bloody look to it. So nice. <laughs> I figure you got all your gunpowder, you got your bullets, you got your, your, your fire, fire chili, you've got your blood, um, you've got your dog. And, uh, and my wife got me this, um, uh, this, uh, glass with a bullet trying oh, to penetrate right, it, nice. which is kind of cool. You'll see that in the picture. I figure the glass is made out of the same material that their suits are made out of, so it didn't quite oh. penetrate. <laughs> <laughs> but I gave this a name rather than, since it wasn't a Pistols at Dawn, uh, I, I called this the Overkill, which I thought was kind of fun considering how many deaths take place <laughs> in, in this oh, movie. God. And, uh, you know, every every movie seems to try to top it. And I think this one had the most most deaths. My my daughter looked it up, and this one had the most kill, the highest kill count from John Wick. Do you, do you know what it was? I think it was 100, 140-something, but she oh. read them off to me. I didn't write it down. Um, it, the the first one was was the least. The second one was secondly, or was... Well, I, I think the third movie actually took a dip compared to the second movie, but this oh, one okay. topped it off completely. But, um, I, can, I'm, I, can, I can Google it and find out. <laughs> so, you know, it's funny because in this, uh, Keanu Reeves spoke only 100 or uh, 380 <laughs> total words. So he killed someone for every two words that he spoke in this. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, which, I mean, that's a pretty decent, uh, you know, uh, number ratio. Uh, if you if you go with that, well, the, that's the, a cool drink. For all all the movies, his his kill count is four hundred and thirty nine, according to uh, the Google platform. And, it seems uh, a little low, but <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. On chapter four, a kill on average every one minute and twenty seconds. <laughs> and this is a long movie, so that's that's, that's saying right. something, right? That's right. That's right. All right. So, what do you got to drink? Uh, so, I was going through uh, just you know. Just like we do with everything on these, I, I start trying to figure out what I enjoyed, what makes what makes sense, and what kind of comes to me. And one of the things that I really enjoyed with this one was it was kind of one of the the new things that they brought to us. Each movie probably brought a new kill style or a new action element, and this one brought the this overhead look of this this house that they were going through when he was just shooting all these guys. But what he was shooting them with was a shotgun using dragon's breath rounds. Yeah, incendiary yeah. shotguns, yeah. yeah. And they, they fire out this big just blast of, of, of flame with the, you know, with the, the, the sh uh, shrapnel and everything like that. And I was like, that's fucking, that to me was one of the coolest parts of this whole movie. It, it was and, interesting because they actually, <clears throat> before, before the, the whole scene, they just had these couple guys come out and test those rounds. And I thought it seemed out of place just to watch that. But then when it finally pays off for that well, scene. Well, yeah, they <laughs> gotta, they gotta show where he got them from because yeah, you yeah. know he ends up stealing their guns and, and using them and using them quite well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that was what I so I started looking up Dragon's Breath and things like that and I couldn't find anything that really uh, nailed it for me and so I, so I started thinking of what I had at home and and I remember I had that that uh, real smoky mescal and I was like I got I got to go with something that with that that's that, that hot smoky you know. It just, it's a very, it's a dos hombres, you know, off of uh, Breaking Bad and everything like that, but it was this really smoky mezcal and I, and I enjoyed it. And I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta create something with that. And then I started thinking of other things I just happened to have in my cabinet because, uh, like I said, I didn't have a lot of time to come up with this one. And what I found and, and remembered I had was I had accidentally bought a bottle of uh, Hot Dam, which is a hundred proof uh, <laughs> cinnamon schnapps. Uh, I accidentally bought it when I was trying to get some uh, butterscotch. Uh, 
schnapps. Anyways, I had that, and I'm like, I never use that. I'm probably, I go, but that would that would be good because hot damn, you know, a little fire, a little flame. Um, I go well, and then I'm trying to think, what? How am I going to make a drink out of? a smoky mezcal and a cinnamon schnapps. I'm like, these two flavors just don't go together uh, really all together for what I enjoy as a flavor. So I started thinking about uh, the Palomas, which is one of the ones I really enjoy. So I thought, well, I'm, I'm going to mix a little bit of a uh, grapefruit juice with this and see how it comes out. And, and I wanted the color of that. And so then I also added a little bit of orange juice. And what it came out to was two ounces of the uh, Dos Hombres, uh, Smoky Mezcal, uh, an ounce and a half of the Hot Dam, 100 proof uh, cinnamon schnapps. I did one ounce uh, of the uh, red, ruby red grapefruit juice and one ounce of the orange and shook that up and poured it in there. And, and it actually has a decent flavor. It's, <laughs> uh, it You get a lot of the cinnamon up front and then it follows with this kind of smokiness. And then it, uh, I think the citrus kind of mellows it out towards the end and, and it makes it so it's not because I, I tried it without the citrus in it first just the two together and i was like oh that's that's not good um it, it was it was pretty strong and pretty do you, pretty do you like the the uh schnapps the the what do you call it, the no. butterscotch or the cinnamon oh yeah no i don't like the cinnamon i'm not i'm not a hot damn fan i'm not uh -huh. a, a fireball fan um, i'm not really a cinnamon uh in a drink fan but I wanted to try and figure out a way to do this. And I was trying to find, I, I was racking my brain on what would go good with the two of them uh, that I would enjoy. And, uh, you know, I even tried like a ginger beer. I tried, uh, you know, just some uh, club soda. I, I tried a couple different things, like really small amounts, just to see which flavors came out. And I, like I said, I was surprised that the, the orange juice and the grapefruit juice really went well with it. It, well, it, it has you, a, I mean, you, 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 described it as decent which isn't you know that's not quite the best caliber but, oh i'm, but maybe I'm never gonna to... order <laughs> yeah i would never order this out in a in a restaurant mm -hmm. um i mean basically it, it's it's the paloma i like with the orange juice and the and then the cinnamon on top right if you're a cinnamon fan it, it was it would be pretty good um but it just it, it has the it has the elements of the the smokiness to it and i just thought to me that screamed dragon's breath because you know that 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 house just stunk after that that gunfight you know with all the flaming stuff burning everything and the gunpowder smell you know that place was just smoky as all get out right but i just really enjoyed that scene so i i wanted to do something with those and so that's that's kind of what i came up with um you know not my best cocktail uh, creation but i think it works well for this movie nice no it sounds great so Besides talking about John Wick, one of the things we're going to do, too, is uh, we're just going to basically go over what we've been watching. So what what have you been watching this week, Steve? I I caught a couple things that, uh, well, one of them, my daughter came over on Saturday. We, we're doing it. We do our weekly uh, movies. Um, she likes she likes watching movies. Her her husband is not as big of a fan, so she <laughs> she joins us on Saturdays to watch watch a movie. And uh, this was her week to pick one, and she pulled out Anola Holmes, which is oh yeah yeah, which is uh, based on <clears throat> on uh, a a book series. Not I, I mean, there's also the Sherlock Holmes one, and that's that's kind of what it's based on. It's 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 Sherlock Holmes' uh, younger sister, and uh, didn't they, we cover that? No, we may have covered uh, when we were talking about 
a, a bunch of stuff we were watching. Oh, okay. I, I hadn't seen it. I caught the, uh, you know, they've already released a second one too. So we watched the first yeah. one on, on Saturday and enjoyed it. I thought it was, it was fun. It's got uh, Henry Cavill as Sherlock Holmes. Uh, it's mm-hmm. got, uh, and then, uh, oh, I can't remember her name, but she's 11 in uh, Stranger Things. Uh, it's uh, Billy Bobby Brown. Good job. Yeah. And she was great. I thought, I thought I was actually a little, uh, I didn't think, Henry Cavill really brought much to to the role of Sherlock Holmes, <laughs> uh, but I really liked her in this um, as Enola Holmes. And I've heard though that the the second one is a little bit more uh, of a team up where they they get together. But anyway, that was fun. I also caught uh, the first couple episodes of this season of Succession. I did talk uh, about I've that. I've heard a lot about that I one. I talked yeah. about that last uh, last year. I, I did like a binge watching of all the seasons and caught up to, to where it was at. And so they, HBO has now got um, the new season playing out. I think the, the third episode just dropped. I haven't watched that, but I did watch uh, episode one and two of this season. And, uh, I, I love that. So that's- I haven't heard, I, I've heard a lot about it. I haven't watched it, but a lot of people have been talking about that. That might be one that we put on the list to, to watch. It's uh, coming up. It's, it's very, you know, it's like a, it's like a Rupert Murdoch, um, family, uh, or, you know, Trump family, the, 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 these big corporations with a head of how head of the organization and all the kids that are kind of vying for, for, yeah, the- for power, but they're all, you know, they're all these whiny, um, <laughs> uh, you know, holier than thou, they're very rich and you, you know, you, you just, you get a sense the privileged. Of, yeah. They're very privileged and it's, but it's still really interesting and intriguing, um, how they, play each other and do the backstabbing and kind of that with that as a backdrop. So it's good. It's fun. Nice. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, that's, I've heard about that. Uh, you know, um, for me, uh, one of the shows that I've been waiting for, uh, to come up was, uh, it was Carnival Row. Uh, it's an Amazon, uh, prime, uh, produced and it's got uh, Orlando Bloom. Oh, okay. And so season one was out uh, a year and a half ago and season two just dropped not too long ago. And so I've been wanting to get it back into that. So uh, we watched the first two episodes. Uh, it's kind of cool. It's it's a very fairy ta- fairy tale ish but dark kind of thing. So it's you know uh, kind of a have has a, a an English or London kind of feel to it. The the way the city looks, but you got fairy. So you know human sized people with fairy wings and. Uh, like some uh, mythical creatures and stuff like that, but they, you know, it's a very human versus they call they call them crits, and uh, it's very interesting. But it's got that kind of old uh, English feel to it. This sounds like something Cindy would be really into. She would didn't, totally be into it. Didn't Nina talk about this too at one point? I think. I think, I think yeah. I think she uh, when I brought it up, I think she was talking about it too. Yeah, Cindy would love this. Not only is it a little bit dark and kind of gritty, it, it also has has some nudity and sex in it to it too. Oh, so, she'd uh, love it. Yeah, this exactly. Is, um, <laughs> and, um, you said this is Netflix, Amazon. Amazon. Thank you. Okay. Amazon Prime. Uh, and then so and then we've been continuing to watch uh, Mandalorian and uh, Ted Lasso uh, kind of as they release. And right now I have to say Ted Lasso is killing it. Uh, Mando is being killed. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I, I only watched the first couple episodes of Mandalorian this season, which I I like. I didn't like the first one and I liked the second one, but I haven't I haven't followed up since. And I've been following a little bit of the online chatter and it sounds like it's getting well, I, 
some of the casting, it's like they're doing cameos with, uh, with, with, so with yeah, the latest one was Jack Black and Lizzo. Or yeah, Lizzo. I, I saw a screenshot of that. It just looked so, so silly. I, I don't know really how to place. I, it, yeah, it, it was like the uh, the holiday special, the 1978 uh, <laughs> holiday special that had all. I don't the, know if it's that bad. The TV but, uh, stars in the back. <laughs> but no, you're you're right. It is that. Uh, Christopher Lloyd's also in it. Um, oh and my stuff gosh. like that. Uh, it, it, it's not. I saw the same stuff because I didn't get to watch it until uh, last night and uh, because we were up in uh, the snow and, and the internet there was horrible and they didn't have any way of watching directly from Disney. Um, so uh, I spent a lot of my time actually reading comics, which is was, was kind of cool. I was able to download comics. I just couldn't stream anything. So uh, I did read a bunch of, I probably read uh, 30 issues of, of uh, both New Mutants and X-Men, which was kind of cool for me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I didn't get to watch it until, and uh, yeah, I, but I did see a lot of the 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 controversial babble about Mandalorian. And, and I was with you. I was kind of like, this looks out of place. It's not as bad as I think people were talking, okay. but it's not great. <laughs> okay. It's not as bad, but it's not great. Uh, so, yeah, I have my own issues with it. I, I think, you know, we, we should cover... Uh, I don't know if we ever did Mando season two. I think it'd be fun to do that one because that was a fun one to uh, watch. I believe did we, we did. I think we did season two. Yeah. Did we do? Okay, I couldn't mm-hmm. remember if we did both... Uh, but it'd be interesting when it's all done to just to cover it, just to get our our you know opinions out there, you know, with everybody else's. Uh, I think we would, you know, I don't think we'll hate on it like some people, and I don't think we're going to give it the false love that some people are giving it either. So, yeah, uh, I mean, I've never watched uh, Obi Wan. I watched the first episode of that. And just don't, like I, don't I even don't even. <laughs> I never I never watched the uh, the one that Rogue One had the spinoff of um, Andor. Andor no. and. Well, I, I'm more interested in that. You, you made I it sound you would, like it was really boring, but I like the political intrigue and that's stuff. That's why so. I, you would probably love Andor, and I probably need to finish it, but I know a lot of people really love it. But to me, yeah, I just didn't care for it. But, yeah, you well, and you they, might they, like the third episode of uh, Mandalorian then because okay. it's Andor-ish. They, they uh, just dropped a trailer for they've got the Jedi that was that was introduced in Man- Mando season two the the woman that's off on that planet. oh uh yeah I, I, uh, I can't remember her name she's based off a big uh, character from the animated series Acousta or something like that sounds or, good yeah. to me <laughs> I, I don't think I even have it in my brain anywhere so, I, I blew that uh, one, but yeah but, but uh that um I I don't know if it was it was a brief trailer I think some people were really excited it didn't I like the spaceships. It had some spaceships. <laughs> but speaking of trailers, you know, we both got to see a trailer this week that we're pretty excited about because I know you texted me about the uh, Extraction 2. Oh, God, right? yes. With, uh, yes. Uh, with Helmsworth, uh, Chris. Yep, yep. Chris, Chris. Helmsworth. Um, and, uh, and then they dropped a new Indiana Jones trailer, Dial of Destiny, which I'm so excited about that. So, <laughs> so those are things we got to look forward to, and uh, fingers crossed. I mean, you could you could tell by that ex- extraction trailer they've got another one of those long long cuts because that was half the trailer was that long cut and it was like he's doing yeah. a jailbreak or something. So, <laughs> I am so excited for that. I, I cannot cannot even. Just, and you could check uh, out our previous podcast where we covered the first one. <laughs> I, think, I think we gave it props. Both of us did. So, you know, it's funny because uh, one of the, I remember one of the things I said about it was it it was very uh, John Wick and it's it's gung fu. Uh, that was one of the things that I really enjoyed. Nice about. transition. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and so it, one of the things that John Wick brought to cinema that, you know, uh, 
it's credited for is is the incredible amount of action and what people started referring to as gun gun fu gun fu yeah where it, yeah where it's kind of this mix of uh, jujitsu judo martial arts and gunplay all at the same time and Keanu Reeves is one of those guys that he just he embodies that that style and what it is I mean he trains all the time I think he really enjoys. Uh, you know, the martial arts style of it. He really likes to roll, uh, you know, jiu-jitsu and judo. Uh, he's even done, you know, karate and, and Muay Thai and uh, Krav Maga. He, like, he spends his time kind of just checking out as many as he can. He doesn't want to be a master. He doesn't want to be a master of one. He wants to be that jack of all, you know, trades kind of thing with it where he's got a little bit of everything. And, and he, just, he's, he's just over a year shy of 62. So kudos to him for all his his you know, how much he, he puts in, you know, 80, 80% of the time, he's the one on the screen doing his own stunts yeah. and stuff. Maybe I guess more he did that. 90 something percent of the oh, stunts in John Wick four. That's awesome. I, I think they, they talked about shooting John Wick four and five back to back just <laughs> because of his, his age. And they, and, and I think instead, I, I mean, I, I think they only shot, I don't think they shot five. They, there's rumors that there's a fifth, but it's long enough to have, possibly been exactly that yeah, John Wick 4 and 5 and then decided to just make it into one movie I think it was so. a long movie and that's one of the the downsides I've heard people talk about uh in the podcast I listened to there was a there was people talking about how long it was and you, you and know how much that kind of detracted from it yeah you say that but then I also heard people that just said the epic nature of this was was a good part of it too it was, I mean they even call out Lawrence of Arabia at the beginning and you know <laughs> with the with the horse scene and kind of say hey you're in for it this is going to be epic so ah. so I, I i i know what you're saying i'm kind of torn i i appreciated um well i'm gonna i, I'm gonna I, I think go there's people say, that say both so i i think this could have been trimmed i i think there's about a half hour of this that could have been trimmed down apparently the first cut was close to four hours so oh my god it's, it's funny because I'd like to see the longer version. <laughs> so, hey, I mean, it can't be as bad as uh, the John Snyder uh, uh, Justice League cut. So, uh, you know, um, I don't think it's John Snyder. I think it's uh, Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. Snyder. John, I don't know where I got John. John well, is just a. <laughs> uh, but um, no, there, there's a lot I liked about this, and, and granted, it it is long, and it was hard. I, I could see where it could be trimmed to clean it up some. But also, yeah, there's a lot of it you want. Um, the action scenes were clean and long, you know, they were long. And I think some of them felt like a little long, like it almost like like the car scene. To me, that could have been that could have been trimmed like a you mean when they're good doing the roundabout? Yeah. Like that seemed about twice as long as it needed to be. Like he, I, it, I thought it got so to the point many where they these... were doing the same trick over and over. I'm like. It, it got it got kind of a repetitive, and that's where the final the the big stair scene too. Like mm -hmm. to me, it was like it got kind of repetitive, and that's where I think um, the length of this really it, it hurt it a little bit because they had some epic fight scenes, but some of them started to get really repetitive. And what it was, it was bringing nothing new. Like the stair scene, it was it was just him going upstairs fighting guys, and it it just drug on and drug on, and then. He gets to the top, they fucking kick him down. He falls all the way down, which everybody got to laugh at and everybody loves and thought it was hilarious. And then he has to do it all over again. And I was like, okay, that got a little long in the tooth. The scene where they were in the, the you know, they were using Paris. Uh, they were getting as much as they could from the, the environment and 
locations. Uh, I, what's it? Uh, Art? Like, what's the name of the big roundabout with the the statue? I don't know thing? the name, but yeah, I th- I've I've it's driven it, sp- and uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, I haven't even driven it. Uh, You'll see it if, if you see uh, a vacation, European vacation. Jay, yeah. Jason and his family they keep going around and round for days, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that, they probably were stuck there with John Wick. Uh, yeah. He was, you know, I, it, just, it would have been great in the background to see him driving <laughs> by. And Chevy Chase looks out. Uh, <laughs> a station wagon with Grandma on top. <laughs> right. Uh, but it just it it seemed to get a little long. Like I think they could have cut to the point where some of it wasn't like, especially where it was just like, okay, how many times do guys have to get hit by a car, and how many times it just it got a little old. Not to say that the action wasn't incredible, but it, it I it, when I know it wasn't ex- new. I know exactly it was, it what you're saying. Old. It's 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 incredible how much they they packed into this and and then it's yeah. like and now we're going to give it more and now we're going to add yeah. thirds and fourths and stuff those scenes went on and on i thought they did a pretty good job kind of it, I, well i'll tell you the fir- the first act i was a little i was a little nervous i i didn't i didn't quite i wasn't i wasn't engaged but but beyond that um, i got really wrapped up in it and yeah you do laugh when he falls down the stairs oh yeah but, but, yeah you do but then he gets it's... joined by by kane and it becomes kind of a whole new thing i thought they did a good job really continuing to top it um but the, it was a risk <laughs> it was certainly a risk on whether or not they'd be able to but i appreciate that they they challenged themselves to just try to keep topping the action as much as they could um, it, to me, it may, it reminds me of this this joke. I always it's not really a joke, but it's just something I you know I always say is you know what's that white stuff on top of chicken shit? It's just more chicken shit, and that's kind of what this was. <laughs> they just kept putting more stuff on. Like I liked when stuff was new, and I liked seeing new things. And I I kind of missed. I would have liked a little bit more world building, and maybe even a little less action. Like you said, you know that you were talking about the first third of the movie being kind of out of it a little bit, um, and you know. Part of that I really enjoyed. I I didn't like the desert scene, like the opening. Yeah. Like when that I when that all started and for that and it's like the first ten minutes or whatever it is, I was like, if this is what it is, I I don't know if I'm going to enjoy this. I know. I was I was nervous too, and it felt kind of like they were trying to just wrap up the 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 the, the big cliffhanger from the last movie. It's like okay, let's kill off the the guy at the top, and uh, and it but it just felt kind of silly. They could have done it. They could have done it with just some verbiage in a in another scene, a quick little blurb like "I can't believe you did that." They didn't even have to show all the horse chase because that went on for that was and that wasn't even exciting. It was just three guys running on a horse and a guy chasing them, yeah. shooting poorly at you for for five minutes. Like, come on! I mean, this is this is I saw better shit on Bonanza. <laughs> Bonanza. I can't even say it. But you know, and then, uh, but it was nice when they go to uh, the Continental in Japan in uh, Ahsoka. I thought that was really kind of cool because it was kind of world building. You know, we got another Continental, we got a little bit of uh, a cultural flavor of the Japanese. You know, and and you know, we got a little more background and 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 build up some of these side characters, which you know, if if things play out the way that people are talking, we may have we may have one of the the spinoffs. Yeah. Uh, from this John Wick with with the, the daughter of, of um, the main guy that ran the the uh, uh, Japanese uh, Continental, um, the daughter. Let's see, Akira. Uh, yeah, Akira was the daughter, and the the dad was uh, Shim- Shimuza. 
That's probably butchered. Shimazu uh, Koji, yeah. There you go. Uh, well, I, you I may be right. I'm, I'm just reading it. I'm, I don't <laughs> that, sounds, uh, that sounds right to me. Okay, well, <laughs> reading is not my strong point either, so that's, I mean, I'm going to screw that up. But uh, I, thought he w- I thought he was a great character. You know, it, it built on that kind of um, thing we'd seen in some of the earlier John Wicks where that you had uh, deep friendships with some of these people that in this, this insa- assassin world right uh, oh yeah know. it's where relationships are built off a certain amount of respect and stuff yeah. yes yeah and I, this is probably one of the strongest ones i saw of, of, of just a respect value you know and and you know he even was so much so he's like telling his daughter like hey i understand <laughs> you're worried but this is how it's gonna be yeah and i and and he i mean he went to task for him like he could have turned him over when when the the jack boots showed up the the you know the french guys um the uh, what's his name? Uh, Marquis. The, the Marquis. Yeah. The yeah. His his guys showed up. You know they could have just turned him over, but they're like, nah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna battle this out, uh, which was interesting too because it you know all the all the guys there they pulled out bows and swords and shit. It's like, oh, we're we're gonna go old school on your ass. You got and they none. kept but, up too. Yeah. <laughs> I thought this was a little bit better, and this is one of the problems I had with three, um, was that. Like uh, when uh, when they were attacking um, the the Continental in in I think it was in three, uh, you know most of the bodyguards there were just shit. They just like didn't have shit. Like they were just getting killed left and right. It was like John Wick was attacking them instead of it was the other guys. And then same thing with the Bowery Kingsmen, all the the homeless guys. When the the little ninja guys came through, they were just wiping them out like they didn't know what they were doing. Like they were actually just homeless people. Yeah. And I was kind of like. If this is supposed to be an assassin's network, you you got to have guys that are a little bit better, like a little bit more even, like not every not one team's just going to be so much better than the other. And, and that, that kind of bothered me in the first one. This one felt a little more even where they weren't wiping the floor with them. You know, it was kind of a good battle back and forth. You you know, you saw one guy do do in one guy from the other side, and then all of a sudden the other dude is losing to the just back and forth. And I thought that played out really well. The visuals were really good too. Um, one of the things color palette. <laughs> one of the things that frustrated me about two and three is their world building. As exciting as some of the scenes were, <laughs> sometimes it just seemed to go Back. all over the place. It just it's like, well, let's try this or let's try this. I thought John Wick four kind of reined it in a little bit more. You know, this it it, it kept it a little bit simpler. It's it it it. Got across, and and this is where I think they were trying to get some of the crap that they had, you know, the the holes they had dug themselves in at the at the end of three, you know, drunk dropping him off a building, having him chop off his finger, and you know, they just it's like okay, let's kill off the 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 head of the table or the the man who sits above the table, even though it's yeah. cast as a different actor. He's it didn't that remind you of the the Matrix. Um, uh, Revolutions, revolutions. How the Oracle died between the the shooting of of and two and three, <laughs> and they kind of they kind of did that this, with this one too. Like, I I don't know if they couldn't cast the same guy. Well, he was like, you but know, they covered this one, you know, pretty good because they're like, yeah, the guy before the guy, you know, they, yeah, they, yeah, maybe. So maybe, well, this, maybe that one. this is one of the things I didn't think they did well enough in the world building is um, explain more. The high, I mean, everybody keeps hearing the table, the table, and the guy above the table, and all this. It's like, okay, you just you get one guy, and all he's got all the power, but they don't explain t- as much as I would like. And I, how this world also affects, like, yeah, do, does everybody else know there's this assassin's 
network. Okay, well, maybe I'm not sure what you're referring to. I liked the mystery, and I th- I liked how they maintained the mystery in the fourth one, uh, which you you know plays out like it's the big finale. Um, but we only we're introduced to two characters, and they're not even. Well, I don't know. Is the Marquis actually, he's a member of the table, right? And he he's, gets, Yeah, he's supposed to be, he was the one that was given the power by all the rest but to it kill was, John Wick. But it was the Harbinger, right? The, the you know... Uh, he's like, he's like Krusty the... Krusty Krab. Uh, <laughs> he's like play, the judge. Yeah. It's played like by the, Krusty Krab, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think <laughs> same, so. The same actor. I was teasing my daughter while we were watching. I was like, that's Krusty Brown. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, I can't, I can't do his, his laugh, but... Uh, uh, but uh, SpongeBob, Krusty Krab, kudos to him. Uh, he was also great in uh, Shawshank Redemption. But uh, I, I remember him from Starship Troopers. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, I th- I liked his his presence as a, I thought he was a classier representation of the table. Even though I don't yes. think he was on the table, he he represented the he's like the res- he's like the lawyer. Know, he brought the yeah. He's the he's the well, HR manager for for the table. I like it. I like it. In in uh, the Godfather, he played uh, conciliere. Uh, the you know the he was he was the one that that knew the rules and stuff. And they pull yeah. out this really kind of silly. I don't know this the old rule of the old um, about you, the duels. It, yeah, if you challenge to a duel, but a lot of the I actually listened to some uh, some. Podcast. This is like one of the few that I listened to some podcasts on my on my way home from my trip. I had some time while I was driving. It's like, well, I'm going to listen to some podcasts, and, <laughs> and um, they were talking about. Oh, now I even lost my train of thought. Um, <laughs> how how it matches up against old like uh, nights and stuff where the 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 duels and stuff like that is that like the kind of a renaissance. I don't. I don't know. Give me a sec. You, you, okay. you know what I, well, I will what, say? I'm going to say about this cocktail. I, I told you it was like a Long Island iced tea that I kind of modeled it after. It very much is. It very much is because it went down really easy <laughs> and it really hit me hard. It's, it was actually really good. I actually put some lemon juice in there too. I don't think I, I called that. I, I think I mentioned that in the recipe I wrote, but I don't think I mentioned that. But uh, it, nice. I'm already done. So Nice. Yeah, so, so I'll, I'll, I'm only about I'll, halfway through mine. I'll get back to my train of thought once I... Once no, you, but I, I know what you mean, though. The, the rules of the, the old... The old, uh, the old house, kind of like it, it reminded me of a renaissance where you know dueling was a thing, and you know you had you had your second, and and it was this very rule oriented, and you know you went thirty paces and you turned, and one you know one bullet fire, and you basically you know kept doing it to the death, and yeah, it kind of had a lot of that, but that's what I mean is like it seemed the table had a lot of good control when it came to that. But all these factions just fucking killing each other off and, and John Wick out there just murdering every goddamn other assassin out there. Like, it seemed like, you know, it seemed out of control. I remember what I was going to say about what I heard in some of the podcasts. And, and it was very much like a lot of these movies have been, there's been so much killing and and, and this one felt the most like a legitimate video game, you know, where every level was... You you were you were the waiting, next level you know, and then you get to the boss and then you defeat that boss and then you go on a quest because you have to do a side quest to go yep. defeat the this boss so that you can gain a membership to this so that you can be sponsored to to be you you know and and it's true and and I loved the Berlin scene where they had the little the poker game or you know the the and because it was so. <laughs> 
it, it was it was just clever and fun and ridiculous. It was a total side quest. And, and it was a side quest and a, a side boss, too. And that was like a, his moment of, oh, my, and the whole sequence is all with water dropping all over as everyone's dancing and stuff. It was it was it was total callback to, to a lot of the John Wicks where, you know, you got the rave going on around all the killing yeah. and stuff and nobody no, seems you know, to notice. But that's it, though. They they took what they had before and then they turned it up to 11. Yeah. Because the music was pumping harder. The fight was a little bit longer. The, the, the rain was coming down harder. The people were dancing harder. Uh, you know, and, and it was just crazy. Now, this is also where one of the ones where I was like, okay, this is so much like a video game because John Wick should have died. When he got kicked off that balcony and landed across that and then hit the ground, he this, and then he gets back up. Yeah, this 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 whole series suffers from the the you know one of the reasons I'm I'm glad that that they 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 ended it here. I know there's rumors about a possible fifth, uh, or and and there's certainly side movies that that have been teased in in the after credit sequence and and we already know there's a ball, ballerina one coming. But, but yeah, you can only put so many movies out there and continue to up the ante with every yeah. every one, and get away with him not not dying because because you you can't kill off John Wick, but at the same yeah. time, so so yeah, it it gets a little bit more outlandish the further the further the movies go. Well, what happened in this, and and I think it started to grow in in two and then went out the window on three and then uh just continued to go on this one is um there there's no accountability for wick there's no you you don't feel like at any point he's gonna die you're just like okay how he's gonna find another way to like there's no no consequences to his actions essentially first he's got a bulletproof uh you know suit on that all he has to do is lift the sleeve up and protect his face and then no one can kill him with a gun uh, and then, but he fights all these guys in armor, where he has to shoot them in special spots and all that. Um, you know. Now, what about his tibia? I mean, his his bones on his leg too. How many times he's gotten hit by a car, and it takes right. out right in between the, you know, the kneecap and the and the ankle, and you think. Uh, that- so okay, I di- I'm with you on that, but I did watch that. Every time he got hit by a car. He literally, he, he jumps at the right moment. He, he did in four, but I don't think he did in three. In three, there no, he was one that he got hit that I thought, oh, no, he, this is. <laughs> I watched all of them, and he he does take them the right way that you would survive somewhat. But here's the problem is, is the rules for John Wick don't apply to everybody else because the stuff that he takes and gets back up from, he does to other people and they die. So there's there's got to be an account. There's, I there's, don't know. There's not you, rules that I I disagree. I think he's real. I mean, they've how many always, times did someone get hit always, by a car and not get back up? They've always gone out of the way uh, out of their way of him following up with a kill shot, even after they get hit by a car. Or after I mean, I I think they do that. That's where the overkill comes in. It's like it's like he's always turning back to his the person that got you know, maimed and making sure they're dead with a bullet to the brain or something like that. I, I agree that he does always, he does go back and do that, but there was other guys and and this is that part of that one where it got a little bit long where some of those guys were getting hit by cars and were not getting back up uh-huh. and things like that. So it got a little, and this, and now everybody has a bulletproof suit, you know, which made the, I mean, it, it changed the fight up and, and we got a, 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 some nunchucks in there, which was kind of cool, you know, and, and we see that, 
You actually mm-hmm. see the progression of his knowledge too, because at the first first he got it, and he's like using it like a bat and stuff, and then he starts getting a yeah. little bit more into it. He, he, he wasn't the best, well, but here's here's the thing that that irritated me too, though, is these guys have actual like um, military grade kind of like armor. Like you guys, you see that these guys are armored up, bulletproof, and so he's shooting them, which which delays them and backs them up because of the percussion. But yet he's wearing a thinly lined suit jacket <laughs> gets shot and it it just deflects it off and i'm like well how come you can shoot through armor and knock these guys back with yours but when they shoot you it just plinks off it, it i don't know maybe kane was there using the force from his rogue okay. one uh, uh you know so character <laughs> here here's my biggest uh difference from a lot of the people that i listen to I did not think Kane was this incredible character. I thought it was very unbelievable to the point. I know you're supposed to put, you know, this disbelief into this, you know, you got to set it aside and go. But um, I, I thought it was a little over the top to have him be blind. The, and, and they didn't follow through with 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 it through the entire. They started off really well where, he, you know, he puts the little uh, door Ring. signals. Yeah. Doorbells, things. And, yeah. yeah. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. But then when they're going up the stairs, he's just fucking killing people left and right without even, I'm like, first off. I know, he's doing the daredevil thing, which seems a little far-fetched, yeah. That's where I I lost it with him. I kind of was just And he doesn't even uh, have the force because he was blind in Rogue One, too, which. Yeah. But then they kind of made, they they made it, in Rogue One, they at least were like, he he had the force. Well, he was, he he thought he He wasn't a Jedi, but he was force sensitive. Everybody's like, oh, he probably could be a Jedi. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they have an eye test like at the DMV and he just couldn't get through it. So that's why he wasn't, he didn't get his lightsaber license. Couldn't get one of those. Um, But I, I think this is like, I, Donnie Yen is a great actor and he's a great martial artist and stuff like that. I just didn't care for the character of King in the blindness. I thought it was, I wish they would have either kept it up and, and really went with that. He had, you have to see everything that, you know, is triggering or, or make him, you know, hear things and show it where instead it was just like, he was walking around like he, like he had daredevil powers or something. It, 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 it was far Cindy was the same way with his character. Um, I think a lot of people are just excited to see, you know, him and the the head of the uh, Osaka Continental yeah. too. I think was was also another another well known martial artist actor from from uh, China or, or yeah. That, well, apparently uh, he was his big one of his big things in the U.S. was he was a scorpion in the uh, Mortal Kombat movie because <laughs> everyone's like, oh, he's a scorpion. And I was like, <laughs> I like that's yeah. pretty funny. I. I I love their little samurai kind of duel, the sword that, you know, it had that honor base to it, which I really love because, you know, that brings the culture into it. I, I, I've always loved the samurai aspect of things. I thought it was interesting how his character was trying to protect his own daughter, which kind of gave John Wick a little bit more motivation to, you, you, you know, it kind of, because John Wick is all, I don't know if he's still suffering from his wife's death or his dog's death. Oh, he's got to be. Cars. So, his car's dead. <laughs> well, they killed my car. No, John, that was you. You killed the car. <laughs> um, but, but so this was someone he could at least, the, the, their bond kind of, add, it added a little oh, yeah, bit yeah. more in the finale. Um, where that no, came. no, it does. It brings up a question, because uh, this comes back from three. Um, like, does, does everybody that's an assassin give up their daughter? Because, like, that was one of the things with in, in three where Halle Berry's character 
You know, I, I, I that's had to, right. I, no, that's I had right. to give her up for protection. Yeah, she never even he doesn't she doesn't know where she is. That's right. Right. <laughs> so it's kind of weird. It's like I like I, I'm like how does so? But then you well, know we get we get the other one where it's a father daughter team up. Like, did he become assassin after he had a daughter and she she got past? I guess if you make it to ten and then you could stay with him. I don't know. What well, do you think this might benefit from a uh, like a better like a cut that where it takes they take all four movies and reduce them down to a smaller length and maybe try to come up with a, a second act that's a little bit more interesting. Because to me, this is, you know, the first act is amazing how it introduces the character. And yes. it's very grounded and stuff. After that, it starts building on the on the whole lore. And, you know, it assembles all these action sequences <laughs> along with it. But it just seems to kind of go all over the place. Um, so this is, this is exactly what a video game is. They don't give you all the basis of why things are what it just... This this is literally watching someone play a video game. Yeah, it seems like this would benefit from a someone finding some story out there. Dante's Inferno. I th I've heard people reference that for for some of it, or some Shakespearean story, and try to take the the the, the building blocks of that and put that into a trilogy here, and, oh, re yeah, yeah. and revamp the 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 last three so that you f you get more of a sense of a part two and a part three. And, and then you re-edit it. I, I don't know how that would be. But to me, it seems like two, three, and four are just one continuous oh, yeah. uh, exploration of the world and action sequences. Well, it doesn't feel like a whole, a whole uh, part one, part two, part three part I, I think you're right. stories. Yeah, I think you're right in that. In the, in the chapters, they, they kind of flow together. Uh, but what we're missing is we're missing the 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 motivation of the world around. We get we get John Wick's motivation, right? The first one is was is revenge. The second one is revenge adjacent because he wants his car back, and then and then it's <laughs> kind of like, uh, and then it's survival, and then this one is is uh, redemption. I maybe I don't know. He's trying. Yeah. To, he's trying. Yeah. But but we don't and, and we have his his motivation, but we don't have the rest of the people's and the rest like why why does the Bowery King have why does he even show up like and how the fuck did he all of a sudden become the king of the sewers in, in France? Like I mean I'm pretty sure New York and France aren't that tight. You know, like you can't just be a homeless in one and all of a sudden be cool with the homeless in the other. It's uh, the Matrix. Know, it's the Matrix tapping <laughs> in. You know, they got to get their Lawrence Fishburne I, in there. And, I think <laughs> this is I think this is literally this is the Matrix. This is this is another world. That's just Neo one more time, right? Literally, and, literally and, it uh, is. <laughs> you know what's what's Winston's? You know why? How, first off, how do he? How do you become the head of one of the Continentals? Like how do you? How, you know this is this is where the um. There's supposed to be a mini series. I think it's like a four or five episode potentially, a mini series called the Continental. And maybe we'll get some of the story from there, and maybe we'll get some of the world building that really helps us understand some of this. Um, there you know, was like, there was a Jodie Foster movie. I, I couldn't get through it, but I started watching it. But it was I think she I think it kind of was like that. It was like a continental. It was like a place where killers could. Um, I'm going to look it up here while you continue to talk. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, we did we got some great side characters that would be fun. Like it, you know, we still had Common from from um, you know uh, I think it's three. Uh, we got the new guy Tracker in this one, or Mr. Or Mr. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. Uh, he has, he's got a cool character. You know, uh, I'd love to see him. You know, Akira. 
there is a there was a um uh a credits in credit scene where where she goes back after uh uh Kane and so there's a whole other side story. I mean, there's still Winston. Like he could be a side. He could be a whole story of his own. Bowery Queen. There's a lot of these side characters that could be very interesting. Uh, not only that, but just you know, I would love. I would love a world building, like drama. Like it doesn't even have to have the action, but I would want to know what's going behind the scenes. Like why? First off, we we hear all these are, these guys are assassins, but the only person they're ever trying to kill is John Wick. And John Wick's killing all of them. So, I mean, do is this world really need that many assassins out there? Well, like, this whole this whole series of films has been focused around John Wick. So I, I agree. I, I like the world building. I like those little side scenes where it shows the back, you know, the the, the operators kind of filing all their oh, they're paperwork great. The, and stuff. The uh, what is it? It's they call them um, suicide girls. It, okay, it's. it's there's a they 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 do that. What is it like rockabilly style uh, dress? You know they're all tatted up, um, sure, and stuff like that. The similar car shows and stuff like that. They do they have a whole website. You know there's a lot of um, you know nudity and partial nudity kind of in there stuff too. They're, but they're all tatted up like that and got that that rockabilly look to them. And yeah, that's that whole underground network. And this one, we even get a a crazy cool uh, call out to uh, Warriors, the the movie from uh, you know the '70s, where uh, they're doing the radio call out for uh, you know they did the same thing to the Warriors. Warriors the, come yeah. out to play. But, I remember. But that. It, okay. on the radio though, the person's like, "Oh Walter yeah, Hill. that was a Walter Hill movie, I think too." That they're they're heading down <laughs> to so and so. Make sure you get out there. And, and it was the kind of the same play out. Sure. It was definitely. The, the director calls it out and says, yeah, that's, you know, is a high, big influence to me. And so he calls that out, you know, but I thought the, I thought the, the suicide girl look and all that, I was like, like, how do you get in that job too? Like, I, <laughs> I even liked the, uh, you know, the sequence when he's at the Louvre, when Winston goes to the Louvre to, to meet with the, yeah. with, with the marquee and it, and they start with that long walk, that kind of trucking walk where they're walking alongside him and all the paintings and it's extended. It's like, this is already a long is, movie. Exactly I loved it. Said. I loved it. I thought it just, it just, it took you into the scene in, in his cocky, slow style. Oh and, yeah. And he owned it. He, I mean, cause I, Winston, he's, he's a great actor. I, I can't, uh, I'm sure I got his name here somewhere. That um, is uh, Ian McShane. Yeah. He's great. Uh, you know, he's, He's getting old in years, but but boy, he he plays that part well, and I loved the way he just played that scene and tried to work the deal, uh, and uh, and that to me seemed kind of like a side story. That was that was Winston's little side story. Most people want want the action, but it's nice that they were able to have these. No, moments. no, that's yeah. I want I want more of the background. Like the first one, you didn't need the 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 depth, right? It was it was the revenge story. I'm going to, this fucker took my dog, took yeah. my car. I'm going to fuck him up. And you don't need anything more than that. But then you get into two and you start getting into the coins and the continental and everything. Then you start needing some of this, this backstory. And Winston is a perfect uh, uh, person. He could be our, our, you know, focal point for, for the world building. Like he could, t like, even if it's just like his thoughts, you know, like a thought bubble type speech or something where it's like, but yeah, I, I, <laughs> right. We were we were sitting in the theater, uh, me and Alyssa, and uh, we went with some uh, some other friends and my daughter and stuff like that. And we were watching in that scene, and 
we both look at each other and goes, well, this is where some of that time could have been cut. <laughs> but it was, but you're right. It is a great time. It is. We're like, yeah, this is why it's almost three hours long. But it's, it literally was, it's a great scene because it's that long walk and it's that, you know, that pompous ass. It's cocky, uh, dude. He's just like, yeah, I'm taking my, yeah. Uh, the Marquise played by Bill Skarsgård, uh, which, you know, did an incredible job. Like you, you just, you want to punch that guy in the face <laughs> right? so much. Um, did an incredible job with it. I mean, the, the acting in this for an action film uh, is really, really good. Uh, the only person that is probably would be considered, you know, like mediocre actor is, is Keanu Reeves, but he kills it at what he does. I mean, yeah, there's I no, th I thought he did great. He throw he showed the right emotion. Um, yeah. There was a scene, and it was very much, I think it was similar to three, where he's talking to the Russians and he's trying to get into the family or get out of the family, it, it, depending on which one. That's where, it, when, anytime he says anything more than about four four words long in a sentence, it starts to get a little rough. That's the classic scene, though, where he says, yeah, I'm back in, right? That whole thing where... No, no, that was earlier. That was oh. early. But no, this is in three. That was in one. I know. I thought that's that what you meant. In, okay, no, no. I'm, in three, when he goes and he oh, has to get, he, he gets his ticket ripped when he's talking to the, the yeah. lady. And this one where he's talking to his sister, uh, you know, and, and we get uh, I am Klaus, which is uh, the John Wick version of I right. am Root. I am Klaus. <laughs> I am Klaus. And he's, he was hilarious. <laughs> so apparently uh, I, re I read this. And, and so the guy that played I am Klaus is a very famous uh, bouncer. Uh, in a club in, in Switzerland or somewhere. He's like this very famous, like, I don't know if there's like a TikTok or, or uh, Instagram or something, but he's like just, he's just a, an actual bouncer to a club, a very famous club. And so they, they threw him in there and, and they're like, well, what are we going to have him say? And, and I think someone wrote in there, well, we'll, we'll have him to introduce himself as I am Klaus. And they're like, let's, let's just, that's all we'll have him say. <laughs> and so, and apparently that, and that's his, that's his natural look. Like they didn't ma do makeup or anything. I think he just wore his normal, probably came right after work or whatever for the shoot. And so I thought that was pretty funny. That's it great. worked out really that's well. That's great. Um, but no, that was uh, like Keanu Reeves, you know, he doesn't have a lot of lines in this and, and I'm not going to say he's a bad actor because technically he's not, he's just, he doesn't have the gravitas that some of these other guys have in these speaking roles. Um, but it's also part of this character, you know, John Wick is what he is. I think he does have the gravitas. He, he doesn't necessarily have the, the, the delivery necessarily, but he's got gravitas, he's got presence, and he's got so much um, endurance. He does, but when he's to, I mean, talking, <laughs> when he's talking, it's bad. Right. I mean, not, I love, he's got some of the greatest one-liners. But like I said, when there's, there's that scene when he's talking to his sister about getting back in the family so he can do the, the call for the duel, it's pretty rough um, verbiage. And I, I was like, ugh. But, you know. I, I don't know. I remember, uh, I remember seeing him in um, uh, Much to Do About Nothing, Keanu Reeves playing the, the villain in, in Shakespeare. And <laughs> I, so I remember just kind of, you know, doing a face palm, going, "Oh my God, go, this is this is horrible." Whereas this, to me, is a role that that he's is perfect. Well, no, that's what, I mean, when even, even even the even the even the the film, the character goes overboard, and so if he overacts a little bit, it kind of fits in. But oh I, no, it does, it, yeah. it it does. But it's like it's it reminds me a lot. I think it was 
it's in Point Break, where he's like, I am an FBI agent. And you're like, okay, that, I'm not sure that's the right delivery, but yeah. I don't know what else they could have got from you. But I wonder if they're playing into that or if, if they're just like... If I think like, they are, and I think like, he is too. Or maybe cut, cut. Okay, Keanu, see if you can do it a little bit better. You know, you can see all the different alternate cuts. I, I think what it was is because is he did that. Yeah, I think I'm back in. Everybody loves that. that. That's one of the most quotable, you know, lines from the original, the first movie. Well, even his yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking I'm back. Yeah, right. He's yeah. He is, so yeah. That, his two syllable yeah. <laughs> so I think they're taking that and going with it. I, th- I think people know, and I, I, I'm pretty sure, I mean, Keanu is, is a smart, very, very smart person. And um, I think he knows that, you know, people like to joke about his acting. And I think he's okay with it. I, I don't think he's out yeah. there going, you know, I, I, I'm not, this is not who I am. This is what I am. And what he is, is he's someone that knows how to do these stunts and make them look incredible. Like he, he's I a hard worker. And so you got to oh give him the respect, respect for that. He probably would be the one to admit. Yeah. He's like, I try my best as an actor. I'm not the best, but man, I put as much as I, I can into the prep uh, just to try to, I think he, I think he leans into it. I think he's like, no, this is what people like from me. So I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to put it in there. I, I mean, because I yes, I, I am going to say his acting wasn't the greatest, but it well, worked. Well, that's what I was saying. Uh, the what was it? The maybe or the the movie I mentioned the last podcast where he played himself, the comedy on on Netflix. Oh, uh, right, right, yeah. Uh, something about maybe. Um, but I looked it up last time for you. Yeah, I, he's I great in that. I mean, he's he's a cocky asshole. Uh, <laughs> Keanu Reeves. He's re- always, I mean, be he's, ma- always be always be always be my maybe. There you go. Yeah, but he's playing himself, but a different version of himself. That's that's cocky and and really, um, uh, it, but it's hilarious and and it's fun to see a, a, an actor who you never really consider to be. The best actor, but to, to, <laughs> to find a role that you just enjoy him in, and that was one that I really enjoyed him in. He's he's just a minor role, but he plays it. Yeah, he plays it hilarious. Well, so. that movie's on Netflix, so if anybody wants to catch that, yeah. Um, you know, there's. I was looking through the podcast, uh, trying to find search up John Wick four, and I came across the one that um, uh, it's it's Keanu Reeves doing his normal interviews, but it's with the, the guys that do uh, Smartless. Okay, and and so uh, I'm I'm super excited just to listen to that because it's just it's uh, Jason Bateman and those guys, yeah, and uh, and they're just talking and and I, it's it's the real person. It's not an actor. It or not a it is an actor, but it's not a it's not a character. It's just them, and they have some of the best podcasts I've ever listened to. Just talking to some of these very famous people, and being real and laughing and joking, and I'm like, that sounds it. it it's it's a room you want to be the fly of the wall or if you're lucky enough to be the the fourth guy on the couch yeah you know? I, I think joe rogan's good with that too i I'm, sometimes right. he turns me off but but he when he gets <laughs> when he gets a good conversation going I, I i can get really drawn into to those conversations uh he seems to be able to orchestrate those nicely he's an incredible robert downey jr was amazing maybe that's just because robert downey jr is so fun to, you know it seems like he's one you just want to be a friend with but uh yeah i've seen some other ones as well the, the, when he's talking to com, uh, comedians it can get really fun uh, ron white was one of the funniest ones i've ever oh, listened ron white. to uh and because they they do they start talking about just stories and stuff and, and ron white's the guy that was drunk in public right yes yes okay gotcha yeah when, he's, when uh, he joe rogan you know he interviews a lot of uh, he he does a lot of comedians because he's also a comedian he stand-up comedian before he he broke big 
He uh, he's he's a big MMA guy, so he gets a lot of athletes and MMA people. But he's also very interested in um, like I, w- I don't want to call it politics, but like science and in in things like that, where he'll get scientists in, or you know, not necessarily just politicians, but people that are are politics adjacent, you know, with science and and stuff like that. And he gets and so he has he's very interested in always learning. So he brings up a lot of cool stuff. So yeah, I agree with you. Great podcast, uh, great interviewer, but yeah, Neil deGrasse. Guy. Neil deGrasse, he's got. Oh get my God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, scientist. Yeah, you know, because he's he's so he's so just digging for all the cool, fun information. And so, but yeah, I, I I think Keanu Reeves would be one of those guys that like he would be so fun to just hang out with, like. You know, just just shoot having them over for a barbecue, man. Well, yeah, doing like they do the with the hot spice, the 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 barbecue ribs, the hot takes or something like that. I think they do the interviews. Oh, uh, have you seen any of those on? No, no, no. Hot I, takes? I don't. I don't do a lot of. I don't do a lot of YouTube. I I get a lot of audio, not a lot of. Video. Hot take. I think it's hot takes. I'm I'm looking it up here to make sure. Uh, but Keanu Reeves is just one of those guys that he would be fun to hang around with and just shoot the shit. You know, I there's a lot of stuff that I, I mean, imagine walking into like a jujitsu school and like there's Keanu Reeves on the mat and you're like, oh yeah, you get a roll with him today. Like, all right, that'd be cool. I, I would be down for that. Probably kick my ass. Hell, Ed, Ed O'Neill would be a fun one too. He'd probably kick my ass, but it's still fun to roll with him. <laughs> That's right. You were talking about him last time. Yeah. Oh yeah. I looked. I I was looking up today. Uh, some of the the um stars that you wouldn't believe that you know are actually you know uh high uh highly trained martial artists robert downey jr uh is someone that actually has a black belt in uh i think it's jeet kondo the the bruce lee style. oh really okay yeah hot, it's, not, has, uh, it's not hot takes it's hot ones hot ones hot ones yeah nice. but, they, but it's but it's someone who interviews uh someone as they're eating spicy wings and they progressively <laughs> get harder, hotter fuck that but no i mean the 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 interviewer asks incredible questions and maybe it's the process of the of eating hot wings but it you, it it puts the it, who they're talking to in a in a place where they they just keep talking and stuff and it's really Good interviewing. So, uh, nice. just just uh, to to kind of add to the to the podcast with uh, Joe Rogan and, and your and um, what was the other one? The speech smartless bartless not speechless smartless bartless <laughs> okay. is speechless. I called him something else the other day. It was like that's wrong. But yeah, no, it's really fun. But they have they have some really cool uh, people that they interview, and and so th- that's one of the next ones up on my my podcast list. Uh, now that I finished my books. I uh, I finished that fourteenth book of the Wheel of Time. Oh, that's right. Um, that's right. You were talking about that. Okay. Yeah, it's like they average about thirty hours per book. Uh, Fourteen of them, and I think I started around November December time frame. Wow. So, uh, yeah, I I knocked them out. It was when do you listen good. to these at work or? Yeah. Okay. I spend I spend <laughs> about ninety percent of my time at work alone. Like I'm just on the side of the building by myself. So. I, I get to listen to a lot of audio. That's why I said audio, not video, because we're not supposed to have our phones open to the actual video going. But I listen to a lot of audio. <laughs> so you just got a little head head headphones yep, in. Yep. Yeah. Nice. So I get about eight hours a day between my drive and 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 time at work. So sweet. Uh, but back to this this movie. Um, yeah. This this was a a. a I, I don't know if we're calling it an end because the way it ended, it's it's left up in the air, right? You know, John Wick yeah. kind of dies at the end, but not really. 
there's no body. I mean, so, uh, you know, we don't know if it's an in, but I think it could be a good capper. I I, th- I hope. I I really liked the the big finale. Uh, to me, this this movie, it, you know, I, I I'm still a bigger fan of the first one. Out of the out, yes. of the out of the three follow-ups, I think this is my favorite, and I think the the finale is the reason. And I don't mean the whole action sequence; I just mean the actual duel at the end. To me, felt yeah. so um, intricately put together. I I didn't see it coming. I didn't know how they were going to kind of come out of it, and it really felt satisfying how it played out. And I like that. Movies don't always, I mean, you don't get many movies that that can play the characters against themselves. Aladdin came to mind. Remember Jafar, how he, you know, it's 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 finally in the end. His ego gets to him and he wants to be a genie and that's what ends up, you know, yeah. sealing his fate. That kind of felt like this was with the, the Marquis. He sealed his own fate because of his own ego in the end. Yes. I yes. really liked how that played out. <laughs> and, and so... Yeah, I know they've talked about John Wick 5, but I just, I, I think the movie's already gotten to where it, it, it's getting, you know, I like, think- like you're saying, it's, it, these scenes, you, you, you continue to have to top yourself, but you can only do that so long without it just beginning so and so much more and more ridiculous that... Well, here's, uh, here's, so at the end of John Wick 4, there's this little fin of a shark right behind it. And if they keep going, it's just going to jump that shark. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm fine with them doing these little side things. I mean, they did. Side quests are totally did, different did, because did that's you stick around, world. Did you stick around yes. after the credits? So, so you saw yeah. the, the finale scene. Yeah. So even though this movie does feel like a, a complete a, a finale, if you're watching it in the theater, or, uh, Stay till the end of the credits because they do have a, a little sequence at the end. I, I, actually, I think I don't. I don't remember. I think I didn't see it in the theater, but then I watched it online. I, I saw it. I saw. I, I did my little look it up on YouTube. Is there something? I at can't the end? remember. I and I said, "Oh, there's something at the end." Sorry, you guys got to. I around. saw it, but I can't remember if I watched <laughs> yeah. it there or I watched it after. Uh, but no, yeah, they did a really good job, and, and we already know there's some sequels coming or some prequels or something. in between. I think the one the the ball, ballerina the one ballerina takes, takes place in between. Two, uh, three, and four, because it actually has that Sharon character, Karen. Mm-hmm. I think they pronounce it Sharon in in John Wick Four, and I've heard right. him refer to it as Sharon. But I, I've heard other people refer to him as Karen. This is the concierge, uh, yeah, who passed away, who passed away uh, last month. So uh, it's nice that they <sighs> actually they finished the shooting, and he's a character in that. Even though in this one he has his own fate, which we can spoil. Well, but- I mean, so we all know that, like, so. Lance Reddick died right before this this released. Yeah, right, like a week before it released, even. Yeah, and yeah, and so everybody was going into this with like, oh, you know, he's a beloved character for sure. Like, I think he he's one. If he if he had been, if he was still alive, I would be like, yeah, let's let's get a. I want a spinoff of of him and Winston. You know, well, well maybe two. that's what ballerina is. You know, you know, he's well, no, ballerina. Ball. I think ballerina is going to be. So we saw the the woman up on stage in three and she has the same tattoo is is john right. wick so you mean you mean a movie where winston i, I want a, I want a buddy yeah i want a, a buddy, buddy cop show <laughs> nice <laughs> with those two uh actually you know what i i can't take the credit for it, but i remember listening to a podcast last week uh for the two and three and they were talking about they want they want the um they want the little side cut of of sharon when he's taking care of uh wick's dog uh, during you know when he drops them off, uh, you know he, they want the adventures of those two while everything else was going on. 
Right. Like, well, what, what's the uh, the Incredibles? Remember the Incredibles? I think it was the Incredibles two when when they're babysitting the the kid, mm. and then and then they came up the Jack uh, the it's Jack Jack Attack. Jack Jack Attack, which was the the further adventures. Uh, you know, you see the behind the scenes of how everything played out, which is great. Well, they did they did it in both of them actually, because there's okay. uh, it's the end credit at uh, when or I think it's an end credit or, but it's when uh, the babysitter is calling it right you know, they, they're on their way back and there's all the phone calls right. there's that one but in in, in in the other one it's when he's like uh when it's he's alone home alone with his dad and and uh frozone right and he's like going through all his powers and he's fighting the the raccoon oh right right that's the second <laughs> one that's okay right um, anyway, that but, that sounds like what what you're talking about with Sharon, yeah, the Concierge, that'd be great. and the dog, that'd, where you got the little side side. That would be so good. <laughs> you know, what would be really cool is they find a way. They play a, fa- a factor in some of the stuff that happens with with Wick. You know, like uh-huh. you know, like someone's actually you know they show a behind the scenes where someone's actually got a sniper rifle set and he's gonna you know he doesn't even know they're there, but like you know the dog bumps him and he falls off. You know, it's just. Just randomly, <laughs> right? Setting. That'd be fun. That uh, I always yeah. wanted them to do that with uh, the first Ant Man because he, when he flies into the, uh, when he, when he first gets introduced to the, to the uh, Marvel character, I think who who's the one that he introduced? Will, that's Will uh, Wilson uh, Falcon. Falcon, right? I I wanted I would have preferred him like flying in and. And and you see a whole scene play out that we've already seen in one of the other movies where yeah. you get you get the Ant Man perspective as a way of kind of introducing him to the <laughs> to the Avengers. I thought that would have been kind of cool. But I think that's kind of what you mean by where where we're seeing a different perspective of, of yeah. what we've already seen play out in, in John Wick. Yeah. Exactly. Uh but yeah, we I mean we will I think they're they set up some side characters. They set up potentially, you know, with Akira going after Kane. Um you know, Winston. They're talking about rebuilding the Continental. Continental uh, is a, a miniseries, I believe, is what it was. So, ballerina coming up. So, who knows? Uh, Tracker or no, Mr. Nobody. Uh, he's a, he's an interesting character that would be fun to kind of. I wanted to know more about his backstory because you know, we got him looking through his book and he's he's trying to get that that uh, uh, ran or not ransom, but uh, bounty up to a certain level before right. he. So what's what's the deal with that? It's like, I mean, that's a lot of goddamn money. Like 20, 20 million oh, yeah. was like Well, you know that, that they're just planting the seed for a possible side character. And, yeah. and I think a lot of people were really impressed with with his character and uh you know, and he's got different motivation. He can be bought, but he also has a heart. You know, he doesn't want to sell his soul because once once John Wick saves his dog, you know, he has a little change of, of heart at the very end. Well that was because he and that was a very cool scene too. Yeah. Because it played out really well because John Wick had him dead to rights. It's uh-huh. like I, I can end this right now and, and you got nothing you could do, but I could save the dog and not really even put the two together. That's his dog. It's kind of like, you know, John Wick just that dog's in danger and he just does what he does. And that's when the guy's like, oh, shit. Yeah. It, it, I thought I thought it played out great. I, I did I really too. Liked it. Um, it, it, there's so much good in this. It's like I said, uh, I do think some of the action scenes were a little long and I think they could have cut them down. I, I, I especially the car, the car scene. I think it really went long. Um the stair scene I thought was long. I mean, they could have easily cut 20 minutes off of this, and I think it would have helped, at least me in the long run, because I, I, I did I did start to feel the fatigue. Uh, of fatigue this is, is a good word. This this movie will put you through the ringer, and especially when when 
we saw them last week where it was just all back to back. You know, we saw two, three, and four, or in your case, two, four, and three. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, we're, th- this movie on its own is is a uh, a full course meal with a with a uh, you know a topping of of hot fudge uh, dessert at the end <laughs> with with a with a power pill or you know with a, a multivitamin to go along with it. So yeah, when you're also watching the other movies, you're going to be very fatigued. So. I, I can see that. I'm kind of glad that they made the choice to 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 turn it into something a little bit more epic. Um, I think there were benefits, and there were it kind of exposed more of the flaws as well because you still see mm. a lot of the the bad guys sometimes pulling punches and stuff. But it's, oh it's like God. it's just it's <laughs> it's almost like the price you pay for the the the. The, the high the, level of action, yeah. The action and the fact that you're not doing fast cutting, you're really letting the 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 the, the people who are doing the stunts. The choreographed fight, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's like Jackie Chan, although you know Keanu Reeves isn't Jackie Chan, but he brings his own his own strengths in, in different ways. So I think one of the things that really and, and I noticed that too, and I, I started to notice it a lot in three, and I noticed some more in this one. That yeah, there was times where people moved a little too fast and they had a, to hesitate and yeah. you can catch that. And, and maybe that's because, you know, uh, we're both used to have done, doing, uh, you know, uh, martial art technique lines and things like that, or, or choreographed, uh, you know, techniques, um, competition stuff where, you know, that's a big part of it is how you, how you gauge when the attack comes and when you have to do it so that it, it comes off as natural. And I did, and I think it's because to amp this up, they have to throw more people at them, right? It, they can't just go the one-on-ones as much as they did in earlier ones where they kind of had to just, oh, well, last time there was two guys. Okay, well, now we have to have three. And then three guys, oh, now we have to have four guys. And so that starts to add to it. Um, and I think, you know, and not only that, but this one now they have armor. So not only do you have to fight them and beat them twice, three, four, five times, because you got to shoot them to knock them down, shoot them, knock them down, shoot them, knock them down. Then you got to get up close right. and shoot them under the chair. And now they've got cars and they're driving in circles and coming at you like <laughs> yeah, Frogger. Exactly. And, that, and then they got these <laughs> incendiary uh, grenade flame weapons oh and stuff. Oh, my God. And, that, and, oh, that was so good. And and then you're on a flight of stairs, you know, that that just the never-ending stairs to get to the top. Right. <laughs> Times uh, two. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, I did. I It was funny that you talked, you know, we brought that up. One of the things that I, I did see some of that. And then one of the ones that bothered me was is uh, these guys had these full suits of armor, like these actual like motorcycle looking helmets that are the, you know, he shoots them in the head and doesn't do anything. So he has to go under the chin. But there's a couple shot, you know, pictures or, or scenes where he shoots them under the thing and it comes out the back. Like it splatters out the back. And I'm like, if you can't shoot through the front. Right. That's true. It's not going to come out the back if you shoot him through the head. It's, well, unless it's, unless it's the visor that's bulletproof. No, he shot him through under the chin, and it squirted out the back like on a wall. And I was like, that that's not going to work. If you can't shoot through the front at point-blank range, you're not going to be able to shoot through the head and then out the back with blood splatter. And I was just like, I get it. It's very visual for what they were trying to do, but it's yeah. just not It's just not possible. Yeah. But, I mean, it is what it is. It, it, you got to put away your uh, your technical hat on some of this. Um, one of the things that someone brought up was they uh, they hadn't watched uh, John Wick, uh, I think, one and two. 
uh, before this came out, and they were on a podcast, and they had to do this one. So they, they hadn't watch watched it at all. They just hadn't watched one and two, maybe even three. And they had to watch it. They wouldn't watch them all, but getting ready for this. Okay. And I guess after watching one uh, or, or one and two or something like that, they said that they didn't get it. They didn't. They weren't sure. And then when they went to the theater and watched four, and and with was with an audience and the people laughing at the things that were going on, they realized is like, oh, you're not supposed to take this so serious. Yeah, this is, this more, is supposed this is, to have a comedy element to it. And then they went, now I kind of get it. Do you think the first one, I mean, the first one certainly had its moments of of levity when the cop comes over and says, hey, you working again? You know, and you, you're yeah. laughing at that. That's hilarious. But it 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 seemed like the, the action was more grounded. It, did, it didn't get... It was. It was. It, it wasn't it quite as, as far-fetched that, that it seemed... Well, you didn't get, like, him getting kicked back down the stairs. People laughed. I mean, I don't know if you right. laughed at it, but I laughed at it. Yeah. Most people I listened to laughed. You didn't get that kind of comedy. You didn't get the physical side of the comedy as much as you did uh, early on. Like yeah. this, it started to happen. And I think th- I think they're kind of they're, they've kind of put themselves in a position where they have to poke fun at the fact that he's surviving. You know, oh, through, sure. through some of the most ridiculous th- things that happened to him, and and so they just got to play it up. And the only way to top it is is to have to have him fall all the way down the stairs and start over again. So so yeah, but how much do you want to do that? You don't want this to be completely parody. So I like I, I think that's another reason why I I hope this is the 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 true end of John Wick. I, I don't. I mean, not only that, but they 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 really were not good. No one there knew how to use a watch and how time works. Because he looks <laughs> at his watch and he's got like four minutes before he starts going up the first time. He's got like four to six minutes to get up to the top. I can't remember what it was. It was like he was supposed to be six oh eight and it was yeah. six o'clock. It takes like fifteen minutes before he gets kicked back down, and then he's got to go back up. And I'm like. It's, You're already late, buddy. It's interesting because you'd think they'd be able to, in the cutting room, at the end of the movie, just cut in whatever whatever time it actually was. Right. Um, exactly. Um, I, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe they actually, maybe we got to watch it again and do our own little stopwatcher when it comes out. I, 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 I would love to do that just because, uh, you know, I, I'm just, I, it just felt like forever. And I was like, you're already late. I, I You know. There, and I then agree, they stop I, and talk. I agree they with stop a lot, and chit chat. I, I agree with a lot of these criticisms you're saying. At the same time, oh, I, it's still I, fun. I think this might have been my favorite John Wick. I think the first one was the most concise and blew me away. But but considering they went to the they they expanded on the world, they really dove into the 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 lore of everything. This one just felt very satisfying and and complete I, so i agree I, with I, you i i'm i'm still torn whether or not the first or the fourth are my favorite but uh, so i, but I agree I, with I'm you really satisfied with this <laughs> I, I agree with you a lot on that in the fact that the first one gets so much credit because it was the first one and it was something new and nobody right? expected i mean this was a movie yeah. that a lot of people thought would go straight to 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 well, DVD it's very or, or streaming small budget just uh-huh. killed. They it. almost pulled the plug on it before they went to principal <laughs> photography. And so so the first one has so much going for it with that. The second and third, I I think, you know, they like they said they had to amp it up and they they lose some story for for uh, having to do the next next best action thing because that's what it's about. And I, I I think they fail. Like I said, I I think two is better than three, and I. I 
rewatchability of three for me was was pretty low. Now this one right now going into it, and this is even after you know having watched all of them together like I did, I was like. I, I could still watch this one again. I think there's enough action in it that is interesting and fun, and there's still some story elements that are fun, that this has a good rewatchability also. As far as the the four together, I if I put them up to, you know, next to each other, I still think I enjoyed one more. Yeah. Just because it's, I think the groundedness of it is is it adds a little bit to it, where if this one had a little bit better story elements. Um, yeah. I think I, I would have. I would love to see this get kind of compacted into a trilogy, just where you got a better story arc, like a like a Star right. Wars trilogy, where you've got the first movie that's more of an introduction, and then the second movie leaves you on a cliffhanger, and then the big finale in the end. Because that this one felt like a finale. It just seems two and three are a little too muddy to make it feel like. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, it's it's it, because it it's a video game. It, yeah. it's, it's one big video game, and they kept doing downloadable content but, in the middle of it. <laughs> there you go. I just think I think you could rework what what's already been shot, what's already on the screen, and kind of come up with a better a better tale uh, with the footage that's already there. And I, I maybe yeah. I challenge someone out there to do it. I know someone they, will do it. Someone they did will do that it. with the uh, the prequels. I think there was uh, someone, a famous actor that uh, the Star Wars prequels, the episode one, two, and three, they went back and did recuts of, of each one of those to kind of tighten them up and make them more uh, palatable because a lot of people were really, I think they cut all the scenes out with uh, <laughs> whiny Anakin uh, and Podman oh. doing their love affair, you know, which was really hard to watch. <laughs> Um, but, uh, you know, and I think you could, I mean, this, I don't, I don't know if putting all the action in there and just having action is the right answer. You've got to come up with a, a story That's... arc, that middle story arc that, that kind of creates more tension and gives you a cliffhanger. Uh, the, uh, there's gotta be more, more, uh, world building to, to why, why all of these assassins would be okay. Just taking out John Wick where it's like. Okay, if you're if you're good enough, John Wick is a legend, right? He's the yeah. Baba Yaga, right? You you think it's okay to go take him out? What does that mean about you? Are you? Does that mean just any Joe Bob can come and take you out too? Is like is that a? There needs to be that world building where why why that seems to be the you know and what else? How are all these assassins employed? Is there really that many people that need to be assassinated? Like, what's what's well, going right. on? And, and what is? And it seems like everyone in New York is an assassin. So how do they run? And the everybody city? in Paris, <laughs> and everybody in you know. Well, there was every, that, there was that scene, and I think at the end of John Wick too, where it's like freeze frame, and everyone stops. Oh my and, God! Right? Like, oh, exactly. Okay, that's a little far fetched. Right. Winston's that powerful in that that he has a hundred and fifty people and their kids and dogs all on a timer that he right. can say stop. Right. But yet. You got another group that comes in and just blows up his building and he can't do a fucking thing about it. So like, <laughs> oh my God, like, what does that mean for like the normal guy? You know, what's the guy that works at Subway? What what kind of life does he have if this is the kind of power that all these other people have? It just, you know, even the homeless, the homeless seem to have it, have it under wraps too. It's kind of, it yeah. it needs a lot of world building. And, and I, that's where I think it would be interesting and uh, it would almost be fun to kind of uh, go on a rabbit hole about some of the the fan fiction of what's going on with this, or seeing if there's some yeah. books written, you know, well, in this this world. Yeah, fan fiction is a great place because you can't really obviously explore the the action sequences in fan fiction, but you right. can explore the world world building, and that's where this yeah. movie. Uh, 
is is great when you're tired of the action when you see the world building on the screen it's 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 exciting as long as they're not getting too outlandish <laughs> and so sometimes you got to rely on some fan fiction and draw you got to watch it. out which one you read because yeah. you might find some crazy shit you that's not the one I wanted to read. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's um, it. Is although John I did Wick, see is John Wick sparkly. <laughs> <laughs> I was I, I have it up like Bo does usually in, uh, on uh, IMDb and is running through some of the scenes and it it goes back to the the side mission where you know he's taking on Killer, which uh, or Killer, uh, the 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 German the Berlin uh, club owner or the head of the table in Berlin, right? Something like yeah, that. yeah. That that to me was such a cool. Like even though they redid the club dance scene and stuff like that, that is a party I want to go to. Like, <laughs> like I, you know, I'm not. I I haven't done it in years. But that was like when I was younger. That I would love to just get hammered and go dance like fucking just dance my butt off at a place like that because it was just like just the techno music pumping and everybody's going and just. Be so much fun, and then and just then, to and have on this... the and on the screens in the background, they're playing John Wick. Just so you, see, yeah. I mean, like having people getting murdered all over. The place. Well, that's the thing is, like, yeah, you dance so hard that you don't care that a guy just got a hatchet in the head right next to you until the end of the sequence when everyone suddenly started running, you know, and screaming. Right. It seemed like there was like, it wasn't until the guy fell off the the stairs and you know landed on his head that everyone decided, oh, <laughs> we got to run and scream, you know. Oh, I, I'm I'm seeing uh, this. Uh, it's like a preview for uh, the ballerina. Oh, did they just drop it? Oh, I gotta check. That uh, out. It, it's it's when I'm looking at John Wick Four on IMDb, they're they're showing showing some stuff that it could be possible. It looks looks pretty good. Could be interesting. I'm not I'm I'm not listening to it, so I'm not sure what it all is. But it's it's showing a ballerina kicking ass. So, nice. Um, but yeah, it's uh. This is a fun, fun movie. It's like I said, I, I agree with you. I hope, I hope this is the end. I kind of hope there's not a John Wick. F- um, five I, or five, five. Yeah. Uh, I don't want, or, you know, maybe it's John Wick chapter five, but it's John Wick's not in it. It's just the world that I'm fine. If like, he doesn't, you know, show up in it. It's just, it's the rest of the people. Maybe it's, it's, Something comes up in his name, and someone else has to 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 do something about it. You know, maybe yeah. this is where we get tracker. He has to. I don't know. This is what I mean. We're doing that with Star Wars, and look what's happened to that. Everyone's just. God. Going, I mean, they do they do the movies, the three movies, and then twenty years later, George Lucas comes back and does the the, the prequels, and then another ten years later, and they're doing the 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 seven, eight, and nine, and then Disney Plus gets a hold of it, and it's just. Every yeah. it's just gotten oversaturated. So there's the fear of oversaturation. <laughs> true, true, um, true. Well, and you've seen the recent news, right? There's supposed to be another three movies starring Ray again. Is that I saw something about Ray, but I didn't Ray's, know. That. I thought maybe that's, she had a cameo in in, in something. From what I understand, it's, I it's episode, episode ten. She's back with something else now. I don't know. I, I I'm not excited about it. I, I didn't care for her as a character as much as some of the others that I think. I, I you know I thought I thought she was great. I thought this the the final trilogy though just just took it took her character and and a lot of those characters 
in just an uninspired direction. And so, unfortunately, that's kind of what happens to a lot of the leads in Star Wars trilogy, you know? (laughs) Well, much like John Wick, uh, I would rather see some of these side characters more, you know, like, like I would love to see, you know, I know, I know there's a lot of books out on uh, Star Wars. Um, There's like a, an X-Wing series. I would love to see something like that where it's, it's, it's following an X-wing squadron through some some trials of you know there's something that they need to do and it's you know a f- big battle here and some little stuff and then another big battle like I would love to see something like that just yeah. like John Wick I would love to see I, I'm I'm really excited for this Continental to get some of this Winston backstory or you know what's what's the other deals yeah. you know well, maybe Rogue One was a success story as far as a, a little side yeah. story that where they they took a took something that was a that was teased in in the original trilogy and turned it into a really effective movie with good characters and stuff and we even got uh, Kane with his uh, <laughs> you know doing his what, blind what force. was his name what was his name in that uh... his name was uh, Sh- Shirut Imwi C H I R R U T I M W E. I wrote it down, but I I didn't I didn't Google it to hear the pronunciation. I sometimes do that. Um, so, but uh, yeah, that was uh, <laughs> it. Was just such a weird. Yeah. Anyways, it's it is. I I enjoyed it. Yeah, that's a that's like even a weird Star Wars name. <laughs> but all right. Uh, but yeah, no, it was, it was good. Um, like I said, I I would love to I would love to see some of these sides. You know, that would be an action. This could be a cool kind of uh, sit. Not I don't want to call it sitcom, but uh, like a serial type. John Wick uh, sitcom is. <laughs> is, that what, is that what you're talking it's about? Like, it's like John Wick and Friends, like <laughs> merge them and stuff. No, but like a uh, like a serial type, uh, you know, show where it's like every week, it it follows, like someone some assassin somewhere, on one of their runs. Oh, I like the sitcom idea. No, it's it's going to be like Three's Company where John, John and Winston. Come and knock on our door. And, and the dog, you know, they got the dog running around. and uh, You know, Winston's got to be Mr. Roper. Right, the Ropers are there. No, but I mean, it would be like, a, I, I, you know, I was thinking like Quantum Leap where every week he has like a story he has to do where every week it's like, you know, maybe maybe Winston's the 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 main character, and it's like every week he's like given a side job to just someone that's in the lobby. Well, it's you it's know? interesting because I mean, what's the what's the series that followed the murderer? Uh, uh, it's based on his, you know, it's his name. You know, the Dexter. Dexter. Okay, so they do one that's kind of like. An assassin, yeah. you know, and every every time it's like, oh, here's, yeah. your, here's your new contract. You got to go assassinate exactly. someone. It's a little dark and, and weird for an audience to watch, but it's all about but how be to great plan out the assassination. One of, one of the cool things that we got, I think it was in two, was when he went to like, you know, the the Samuel, Somali, what is Somalia. What, uh, that guy, right. I can his, never say that goddamn to, thing. To get his guns. Yeah, because he had to go murder the, or he had to go assassinate the. And the, the tailor. The woman. Yeah, right. Yeah, that could but be how, fun. But how, how cool would that be? Like every week, though, he could like, oh, now you got to go see the baker. And the baker is like, <laughs> he, he's, uh, you know, a specialist in like explosives or something or like poisons that. Poisons or something like that. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. Oh, explosives. That's good. Yeah. You're but right. yeah, you know, each week he has to go find some new person that he has, like the, the mechanic, taxi driver. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> How cool! I mean, that would be a cool idea. 
It doesn't have to be a big series, like but like eight, you know, eight episodes, and you get some world building. You know, you learn a little bit the high table. You learn a little bit more about how the the money works. Like, why is one gold, you know, coin worth a bedroom, you know, a, a hotel room, and worth two drinks? But you know, you sound so much like a producer that's wanting to like <laughs> exploit the world world building. It's like, okay, we got to make this, we got to make this, and I got this series, I, and this series. You put them out, you know, and we're going to make millions. I'm not doing it for money. No, no, I'm not doing this for money. I'm doing this because the people want to know. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's knowledge out there that people need. I don't care about the money. I mean, I you know, I, I'm. If I got paid for it, I would probably care. And I'm doing my taxes right now, which is really that extra oh, money. Gosh. But, oh, yeah, I, re I remembered like two days ago. I was like, oh, shit, it's April. Fuck, I got to do taxes. I did my taxes like three months ago. And like, yeah, it was like it was like three months ago. And I did them and I I looked at the bottom line and I went, hell no. And I, <laughs> I won't wait till the last I, minute. I, yep. I, I sat on it until a couple nights ago and I finally broke it out again. It's like, okay, I got to actually get this done. But yeah, I had to like that's put, where mine put aside a little bit of money to, to, to make sure I could afford to. Yeah. I think <laughs> that's where mine are at too. But this is the last year that the, you know, the, uh, yeah. With the kids now being on their own, I did. That actually changes things. Cause you can't, you, you, you can't claim them as, as dependents and uh, yeah, I don't get anything from my kids anymore. In in the the new rules about the maximum amount you get for your house, yeah, right. And then Cindy went and got more money now, so uh, <laughs> so now we're we're at a higher bracket. And uh, <laughs> first world problems. I know, right? <laughs> uh, speaking of, we should start a Patreon so people can. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> our taxes <laughs> uh right yeah uh help us this podcast no uh but yeah john wick I, I i would love to see more of it um but i don't necessarily need to see john wick himself i but i do i would be really intrigued to find uh out about more of the world like i yeah. said i i'd love to see more too i just think this was a, a the best way to kind of top the Put the, right, right. the cherry on top, and if you continue adding more cherries, it just loses. <laughs> it's, uh, it becomes too cherried. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, this would – Keanu Reeves as John Wick is an incredible action star. Uh, he does a lot. But I think there's a lot of other people – I mean, this could be literally like let's let's make a movie or let's make a show and let's let's get every – stunt person out there that's ever wanted to just have a fucking regular role and let's find a way to make the john wick uh universe and have and, and make this for these stunt people because that's really you know the director was a stunt man and, and right. it turned into a and a, choreographers a, too because it's not and, and i think i yes i know there's there's teams of of there's like studios that focus on just choreography and they'll submit their choreography to to production studios and say look uh, you know we can do this and you know they, yeah. it's like it's like they do it and submit it like like someone writing a song and submitting it to a to a place yeah. to, to to get sung by an artist you can submit your 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 but that's I mean they take this and say let's let's say like hey don't worry about how don't don't worry about getting big name actors let all these let let these little guys that have been in the background doing all this hard work let them be a forefront of it. Right. Make them the character, man. God, that'd be that would be, I'd be behind that just on the principle of that, like letting a little man tell his story, kind of thing. <laughs> I think that'd be fun, and you're gonna get some cool ass fucking action because those are the people that do it, so they know how to do it, and they're gonna do it to the fucking nth degree, right? So, I, I think that could be really. 
Right. Uh, but all in all, this is this is a good movie. Uh, I, I highly recommend it as far as going to see this in the theater. Um, great, I, and great I, stunt work. And uh, if you're if you've been following John Wick, it, it's a it's a it's a solid finale. Um, well, yeah. And the reason I say see this in the theater is because I think the theater atmosphere, too, adds a lot. Um, you know, I, I watched three and I I just didn't get into it but i had had i been watching that in a theater with a bunch of other people and kind of getting the reactions and the o's and the ahs and the the laughs it it might have really helped it where i felt you know i don't know about you out of the theater you're in but you know uh we went with um my daughter sierra and her boyfriend and her her his father and and some yeah. other friends and stuff and uh i was down the road from them and i could hear them cracking up and laughing <laughs> at certain points uh, you know, when, when things would go goofy and, you know, when things, you know, when John Wick hits a guy in the nuts with the nunchucks, you know, everybody just laughs like, ah, that's great, you know, <laughs> and it's just one of those things is like, oh, we're laughing at these guys' pain. And, and that's really what a lot of it is. Yeah. And so the theater, you know, I, I, I know, you know, we talk about that sometime with the MCU, like, you know, the theater uh, atmosphere changes the way the movie feels. And this is one where I think it actually really does add some to it. Yeah. Well, I, I think I've mentioned this in past podcasts. One of my favorite movie experiences was Die Hard 2, Die Hard with a Vengeance. No, no, Die Hard 2, Die Harder. That was it. Um, Die Harder. Which, which is kind of a silly movie, but I saw it in a <laughs> packed crowd on opening night back in the, you know, I don't know, was that late 80s, early 90s or something like that? Yeah, I think um, it was late 80s. There, was, there were beach balls that were being bounced oh, around God. before the movie started and stuff. And it was okay. just a celebration when the movie, <laughs> everyone just erupted all the, all the one-liners and the campy stuff that you just, you enjoy the movie for other reasons. It's, not, it's like, it's campy. It's, it's a little far-fetched. It's ridiculous, but you're having so much fun eating your popcorn and celebrating this this movie magic in front of you. So, yeah, I, I think John Wick 4 is, uh, can do that. Um, and watching it on your own in, uh, in a, on Netflix streaming just doesn't quite... It will, yeah, it won't have... It's quite hold up. Yeah. It, won't have, it, won't have the, it won't have the kick that it But it's been it. successful. I think it's been... It's been uh, oh, shit, it killed it in the bo box office. Although I think, I think Super Mario just blew it away, though, with uh, its release... <laughs> Well, I mean, it's been out, what, now, three weeks? So uh, that makes sense. <laughs> well, Super Mario, I think, just came out and it clobbered it with in one in one weekend. It, it The international take really beat beat John Wick 4's entire... Complete? Really? Yeah. Because I thought, I thought they said uh, John Wick was at 30 million. Uh, 300 million, you mean? 300, maybe, yeah. Yeah, I think... I th I'm talking... Yeah, 300. Uh, Super Mario, I think, is past that already. Really, on the yeah. opening weekend, holy shit! And that's international too, not just. I'm, and I think that's the numbers that I read in the article. Is that no, I'm not. I'm not trying to compare. No, I, no. I, 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 but I think I think John Wick Four has been uh, really successful. So. Um, yeah, I mean they they've tripled their money uh, worldwide. So they, their budget was like ninety. Uh, and they've already hit tw uh, 270. Nice, pretty nice. decent. Uh, I don't know about Super Mario. That's crazy. I, uh, especially with as much uh, flack that they were getting as uh, putting in uh, Chris um, Pratt as uh, as Mario. God, there's so many people up in a in an uproar about that because he's not Italian. 
Yeah, I think uh, just domestic. Holy shit! <laughs> what? Yeah, worldwide it's three three hundred and seventy five. There you go. Damn, <laughs> that's crazy for a cartoon movie. I yeah. guess you, but I mean, okay, so. I mean, I remember Mario coming out when when I was a teenager. I I didn't even have Nintendo. My brother did, but I remember Mario being huge. So you're looking at probably two and a half generations that probably grew up playing some form of Mario. Yeah. At some point, so it's a it's a huge portion to like people probably 45 through two. So everybody at those ages are probably going to see it. So I, I, could, I guess I could see that. There's a little bit of a tie to John Wick, too, because wasn't the original John, uh, Mario, wasn't that John Leguizamo, who was uh, the mechanic in the, the first two movies? Oh, he first, was. And, but he was Luigi. And he's oh, actually was he Luigi? One, okay. And he's one of the ones pitching the biggest bitch because right. uh, Chris Pratt. Which I, I was like, you know what, John? Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You, you played an Italian in your fucking port. And so shut the fuck up, you, all this bullshit. It's like, like it's funny when 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 an, an actor gets cast in a character that's not necessarily representing their race. All of a sudden, it's just oh, it's the best actor. But then when a white character or a white actor gets a character, and then it's all of a sudden it's like oh, it's like you just said best best actor, right? So you can't have it both ways. All right, all right, okay. We've heard this conversation. But no, <laughs> no, I know. But I just I. It, it was more for for Leguizamo because I actually like him as a person, but and he was great. I've, mi I've missed him in in John Wick uh, three and four. I, I, he was great in the first one, and yeah. But that I mean, the more he said shit like that, I was like, come on, dude, you can't have it both ways. Yeah. So, uh, but yes, uh, that's crazy that Mario um, might have to see it. I don't think I'll go to the theater though. I'm looking at the listing too. Dungeons and Dragons has gotten a ton of critical and I, I mean even I from audiences see. saying that it's just it's so much better than they expected. I want to see that one. Yeah, I, I really do. Uh, mostly because I was I've I've always been a closet Dungeons and Dragons fan. I played as a you know not necessarily as a kid but more as an adult. Um, but one of the things that really to me is uh, as a as a younger kid, the Dungeons and Dragons animated cartoon. Uh, I loved it. I, I was a huge pay, fan. I paid like a lot of money to get all the episodes on VHS back in the fucking early nineties. Um, still have them actually. And, uh, they have a cameo in it. Like they actually have the characters from it in the movie. And I was like that, that to me makes it worth like going to see uh -huh. like, just alone. <laughs> Even if it was the shittiest movie ever made, I'd be like, yeah, I'm still going to see it because those guys are nice. I, I'm kind of excited about that. Cool. All right. Well, that was John Wick. Uh, we beat this to death like John does uh, to his enemies. <laughs> Nunchucks. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which I thought that was that was fun too. Like, I mean, how often do you get nunchucks in a gun battle, right? <laughs> and he made them work. Yeah. And so, and they weren't even like fancy ones. They were like some wooden ones with just the string. Like he didn't even have like fancy chain ones that spin around, and you know. So right. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> <laughs> He made him work what he had. Yeah. <laughs> I wish he would have broke out of like an Akata. That would have been really, you know. <laughs> but anyways, that FBI. was John. <laughs> I am an FBI agent. <laughs> uh, such a, I, God, I almost want to do that one. Um, they did a remake of that one, didn't they? Of, uh, they did. They did. Point Break. Did you ever oh. see it? I never saw the original, so. What? Yep, there you go. I oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, how is that? E oh, we need to do that one. Yeah. That is, we need to do a John Wick month. 
Yeah. Or not a John Wick, but a Keanu Reeves. Uh, we got to hit Point Break, <laughs> Speed, Bill and Ted. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a, there's some great ones out there. Um, well, even the original <laughs> Matrix. Uh, that was. Oh, well, did we do the original Matrix already? I think we, we did. I think we, we did. did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, good stuff. Um, yeah, it, I I highly recommend this movie. Go out and see it. Uh, join us again next week when we have uh, at least part part of our MCU crew because it looks like Bo won't be able to make it. Uh, for uh, Ant-Man and Wasp uh, Quantum Medium. Apparently there's uh, some debate going on in the text world about whether or not we're going to do that or, or Eternals or something like that. So oh, stick, stay okay. tuned and find out uh, what we decide. <laughs> Join us next week for some kind of Marvel. Um, <laughs> we'll have our Marvel group back. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll get this out tomorrow. So join us in just a few days for the Marvel. Yeah, one, exactly. Uh Thank you for listening to us. If you're still with us, uh, I, we really appreciate it. Rate, re- rate, <laughs> download, rate, and review, as Bo always says, and much better than I do because he usually says it before drinking, uh, <laughs> on all of your uh, podcast uh, catchers. And uh, you can email us at the.hwsi.podbean or podcast at podbean.com. Uh, God, I'm horrible with this. And uh, just let us know what you think. Uh, let us know what you want to cover. Uh, let us know if you want to be on the show. Who knows? You know, we're always open for fun stuff. That's right. Absolutely. And I guess with all that, uh, that's how we seize it. So, hell Caesars. Hell Caesars. What does that mean? <laughs>